probably heard this across the network in a lot of places by now, but uh, uh, it bears repeating. Uh, our Patreon is changing up a little bit in exciting, cool new ways. Uh, so what this means for you is that uh, on November 1st, these new reward tiers are going to kick into effect. Uh, you're likely going to get uh, more cool stuff at your existing tier. Uh, some tiers are kind of going away and being combined into other stuff. Some people may need to reconfirm their rewards and all that. But in general, uh, more content is going to be available for, for people at lower tiers. We have some awesome tiers opened up at the top. Uh, kind of uh, section of that and uh, boy oh boy going and doing that is the best way to help us do cool things like these live shows that we're about to talk about so that is patreon.com slash duckfeedtv we appreciate you even thinking about it My name is Cole Ross. You're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a retro games episode. Yes, and uh, this time we're doing something a little bit different. Um, as you're hearing this, we're speaking to you from far in the past, like about a month and a half ago. Um, because yes. we are uh, here for this episode to talk about our experience at the Austin Classic Game Fest here in 2016, where we went to uh, set up a booth and talk about Punch Out. Yeah, last week uh, you heard us. You heard the actual audio from the show floor. Um, so hopefully you enjoyed like the, uh, precipitous, like background noise. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, but we, we wanted to give a chance to kind of, uh, kind of debrief about it and tell people who didn't get a chance to be there, what it was like and kind of share some, some individual moments and the like. Yeah. Um, so this show was kind of a result of, uh, Patreon, um, yes. goal. We said, Hey, we want to uh, go to a different city. We want to go to a different region and do another live show. And that kind of began this big search um, for uh, for a place to go. Uh, okay, my my roommate is blasting uh, "Pump of the Jams." <laughs> so that is, I, don't, I don't think it's coming through on the mic. It's not, but but it just it sounded like uh, I felt like I was be- about to have to like really bring it. Like I was just gonna be like, and then down Nost in Patreon way we. <laughs> um, so so we want to go to places other than the uh, Pacific Northwest, and uh, kind of choosing by geography because mm-hmm. we know that people listen to us in other parts of the country, and it's uh, you know we can't ask everyone to fly out to Portland. Mm-hmm. Everyone should fly out to Portland. It's a it's a and, really good time. It's a really good time. Um, but uh, so we wanted to do that. And we kind of searched around um, the way. So we should say, um, let's kind of start at the beginning and kind of go chronologically yeah. uh, through this. So the um, the way that we got kind of hooked up with uh, Austin is that kind of surprisingly, there aren't tons of these things around. Right. Uh, as far as old games festivals, like um, Portland is kind of the biggest one that is focused entirely on retro games. We yeah, and we, you, we are definitely like, spoiled because of Portland. Yeah, like just the fact that I happen to live in the town where that exists is really awesome. And is like, would we have like we might have tried to do a convention mm-hmm. uh, without that, but without having that kind of lower cost of entry, mm-hmm. um, that could, the, the entire idea of there being live episodes of the show could have been uh, stillborn. Right. You know, like might not have happened. Um, so there aren't very many of them. 
uh, did some Googling around. There were a couple of them I was considering, and then I would try to check in with people who I knew who had done the con. Yeah. Uh, because uh, Retronauts on their Kickstarter had a similar goal to like do a certain number of live shows per year. Um, and uh, we looked at looked at those. We're thinking about like in Seattle has one that's like relatively decently sized, but it's mm-hmm. also so close to here. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't. It'd be, it'd be uh, a little bit of a middle finger to people who lived elsewhere. Yeah, <laughs> like fuck you, Florida. <laughs> uh, the, uh, so so uh, came across the Austin one, looked it up. It looked pretty good. And mm-hmm. the way that uh, ended up deciding to like pull the trigger was I checked in with uh, Mike uh, Lobos Jr., who we've had bon- on Bonfire Side Chat a lot, mm-hmm. um, who I know is an Austin native and uh, has performed there yeah. uh, many times. Yeah. Um, just to see if it's like a relatively decent size because it's not, that's not like a, you know, oh, we're so big, we have to get into a big place, but we want to make sure like it's not a conference room with like, you know, two old game sellers on either side of us. And, <laughs> you know, that'd be weird. Speaking into like a, like a shitty little 15 watt amp. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, some punch out is a... Wow! baby. Uh, <laughs> So a decent size, yeah, and it was a decent size. It is mm-hmm. reasonably sized. Yeah, it's a. It was about the size um, that Portland was like two years ago, and yeah. it's pretty easy to see like this thing's path to grow. Yes, even yeah. though it has been going on for longer than Portland, like this mm-hmm. is the tenth anniversary. Yeah, is what we did. But it's. I would say it's roughly um, a third, maybe forty percent the size of the Portland one. Yeah, um, it is a gigantic uh, convention hangar. Um, and yeah, so I'd flown down there. Um, I'd never been to Austin before. I know you have uh, been there once. Yes, I've been there once uh, for not a similar thing, but again, like another kind of convention uh, style mm-hmm. thing. And uh, the first thing that both of us noticed probably was uh, that the Austin airport has some pretty good Pokemon. No, yeah. that's not the case. Um, <laughs> it is. Uh, it's that that's, that uh, that city shouldn't be. It is. Uh, I mean, this is such a cliche. Yep. And like. I could I could watch people who are Texas natives like getting sick of us talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too hot in Austin, guys. <laughs> especially especially at the end of July and the beginning of August. Yeah. And you know for 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 two uh, for for two AC boys, mm-hmm. I think I think that's our uh, that's our clan. Um, for two AC boys, it, it actually ended up being like a real like we ended up having to like organize our, our logistics around it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you have to, the entire city, every indoor area is air-conditioned aggressively there. Mm-hmm. Like, we had to organize our trip, but then also uh, they have organized their entire city right. around how dangerous <laughs> it is to be outside. Right. Um, even though there didn't I mean there weren't, like, people running around biking, stuff mm-hmm. like that, and it's just, like, it's it's really aggressively hot. Yeah. The, uh, the, upside, the upside of that, though, is ever since I've gotten back, like, the Cincinnati heat is NBD. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, I've been, I've been pretty, pretty yeah. immune. Yeah, um, we, so we trained we, on the surface of the sun. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so we got there, got uh, to, you know, struggled through the heat, got to the uh, convention right away. Mm-hmm. Um, big, uh, big thanks to uh, Brian, a.k.a. Yeah. Dr. Static on the Slack channel, who we were able to send some of our booth materials to mm-hmm. um, in advance. So we don't have to didn't have to bring them on a plane yeah. and loaned us a TV. Yeah, he, he loaned us our TV, which is yeah. which is great. Also, a huge thanks to Ben from the level for uh, for oh, being yeah. another uh, person who we ferried stuff through recipient yeah uh so we got there we set up our thing and like materials that we had uh some of them melted uh, again <laughs> just before we totally get off of the heat yeah <laughs> uh, like i brought a bunch of souls of darkness manuals to give out and they melted uh, <laughs> which is pretty pretty bonkers like <laughs> it's, it's it's paper it's not uh <laughs> it shouldn't it's not ice or plastic 
it like they uh, candles it's it's sublimated it was like dry ice it was so hot that uh skipped right over 451 and went right to goo became plasma <laughs> um, momentarily in the back of the ups truck exactly yeah the uh so we had our, our little our little booth our little table mm-hmm. um set up i uh, did a real quick kind of informal meetup that night yeah um at a bar whose name escapes me uh it was uh i, I forget too it was like right next to a place that had a sign that was like a floppy disk repair a floppy disk repair place <laughs> that's really pretty incredible like it just has a gigantic cartoon floppy disk with like mortal Kombat cheat codes <laughs> spring break 20 2005 <laughs> you know yep. uh, it's very good yeah <laughs> But uh, it was fantastic to get to meet uh, so many people that we, you know, interact with in the Slack. This is the uh, the third live event we've done um, since the Slack channel was there. Um, and even a lot of these people, you know, have been around since before that. But like that's a that's always kind of an eerie and great feeling to like put mm-hmm. a name with a face. Like yeah. we, got, we got to meet Jeremy and Autumn. How awesome was that? That was really great. Yeah, to, I love those people. We got to meet Carlo. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, just people who we've known the name of for a very long time, but not actually known in person. And everybody's very sweet and nice because we have a very, like, very good community. Yeah. Um, it was very fun. But before that, we went to, like, uh, Slick Penis's House of BBQ Ribs or whatever the name <laughs> yep. of the place is. Yep. Trixie it was, Dick's it, Black, yep. it was, Black it was, House uh, Smokers. Yeah, it was, it was uh, Slick Rick's Brisket Shack. Yeah, br- Brisket Slickies. Uh, <laughs> bean Flickers and, and Ribs. Like, we went to some barbecue place. Uh which was really good. Like, I was so hungry. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I, I, just, I hadn't eaten since that, that morning. <laughs> I made, it was like a real weekend of bad decisions for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that, like, the first day, uh, that first night, I just, I ate. I just had a lot of brisket. <laughs> and uh, a lot it, was, of, it was like. A lot of very tasty brisket. And we understand that uh, barbecue is a very sensitive topic in that city. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I talked to our Airbnb landlord and said, oh, yeah, we went around the corner to this uh, to this uh, Terry Black's place. Yeah, Frisky Gicks. <laughs> yeah, fr- yeah. Fr- 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 Frisky Gicks. And, um, and she's like, oh, that place is terrible. I was like, oh, the brisket was fine. The sides were okay. <laughs> yeah, it was actually, like, pretty good. Yeah. But except for the one bad thing about that brisket is it expands in your stomach. Like, oh, yeah. It, it creates baby briskets. <laughs> it's like rabbits. briskets in your belly. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to they're trying to you know get out on a mountain of corpses up your esophagus. Yeah, yeah. So we, we uh, call that the Haas and Pfeffer scenario. Yeah, and I, and I I kept trying to I was like out with buddies drinking some beers uh, <laughs> at that bar and boy did that not like I ended up having some real serious bloat and uncomfort. Uh, so eventually you know called it in uh, and went to the the first day of the show, um, which was good. Yeah, like it was a uh, it was good uh, good turnout. Um, the show floor is really weird, though. Um, yeah, it's yeah. a it's kind of a logistical nightmare because it's one gigantic room, um, and you've got all these vendors and stuff. And on one corner, there's the uh, the panel booth, and that's kind of where we were at. But in the opposite corner, you have the loudest live music you've ever heard. It's really strange. It's a very <laughs> bizarre choice. Like, so it's uh, and they're 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 rock bands. It's not you know DJs or something like that because there was like house music that would play every once in a while. But mostly it was just like screaming guitars, like tons of video game cover bands. And like, that's kind of like as much as I'm dismissive of nerd rap, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like video game cover rock band covers mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. I mean, you were it's in a band like you did a. Yeah. I did a band when I first got into Napster. I got into uh, the mini bosses and, and stuff like that. And the advantage, like I like those bands. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but it was still just a constant low level, like guitar squeal <laughs> for the whole weekend. And I felt like we were at first. I was like, "Oh, this is this sucks" because we're in the same room as these people, and our panels right here, and we can hear this. And then I didn't realize that, like, oh, if we were 
even like two rows closer, this would be way worse. And yeah. it would just get worse the closer you get to the, the yeah. stage. And there were booths that were set up right next to the amp stacks. Yeah. Yeah. It is a bewildering decision <laughs> um, on their part. One that even they, you know, kind of ate a little crow. Like they were passing out um, at the end uh, comment cards. Like, what should we do different next year? And when they were passing that out, they're like, Bands will be in a different room next year. Bands will be in a different room next year. Bands will be in a different room next year. Um, like they were just so sick of getting that comment. Climb off it, hard dick. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it, it was a, a bad decision. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite uh, things that happened during it is uh, I got a Facebook message uh, before, like on Saturday or Sunday before yeah. we went on. From, uh, from Ross, was, right? One more time. From Ross, right? Yes. Yeah. From Ross. Yeah. Uh, and he said, uh, yeah, I hope you guys can can handle it. It's kind of a terrible venue for this. The guy who made AT, ET last year almost cried. <laughs> I was just like, oh, jeez. And that guy's been through a lot. But yeah, he made ET. Um, people, you know, people just make documentaries about how bad of a game he made. You know, and and he uh, he couldn't handle the noise at the the Classic Games Fest in Austin. Yeah, but uh, first day that wasn't a thing. Um, just like lots of people came up and played uh, played Punch Out. Yeah, we uh, we we calibrated our contest too hard. I think. <laughs> Uh, three i think it was kind of good i think three people making it was good okay um i don't know what the other contest would be mm. you know for punch out like just beating uh super macho man is not i feel like that's too easy right um so <laughs> the way i think it kind of worked out well because the uh booth people came over they sent an email that was like are you doing a contest or a raffle and uh, i said <laughs> yes and i didn't realize that got us free little medals yeah so between the trophy that we made and the medals everybody who beat tyson got a prize right which is pretty cool yeah which uh, um, which which is which is pretty great. I still need to send out that other one because uh, mm-hmm. I'm still still tangling with a guy for his uh, for his address. But yeah, so like the the contest that we had running was, hey, can you can you beat Mike Tyson? Um, which is a notoriously hard thing to do. Um, I've never done it. Gary, have you ever done it? Uh, no, I cannot beat Tyson. I I meant to for this show. Yeah, and I like abused save states and everything, and I just like <laughs> ran out of time. Yeah. Yeah, but like the like all three wins happened on the first day, and like people gathered around to watch them as they went. Like mm-hmm. if if somebody got beyond the initial like uh, uppercut um, kind of section, mm-hmm. like immediately, like all eyes were on that screen, and it was kind of a really good experience. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun to watch. It was really thrilling when someone would do it. Um, of course, we got a lot of like, oh no, I could never do that. But a lot of people just kind of hung out to play Punch Out because Punch Out is fun and good. <laughs> um, you know, gave out a lot of buttons, which is really fun. Pretty busy um, yeah. first day. Yeah, uh, um, at least uh, at least twenty uh, little kids are rock- walking around with their Crick um, pins, yeah. which is nice. <laughs> yeah, I want one of those kids to be Crick's son and to come home and him to. <laughs> Oh, boy, did you have fun at the video? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, what? <laughs> What's this? Like, why am I? Why am I, Mr. Sparkle? Um, <laughs> the, the, um, it, it's a uh, so so that was that was great and met a lot of people, <laughs> had a lot of people hang out. It was very fun. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about a little bit about like the composition of the uh, the convention? Like the show floor and what kind of con it was. Yeah. As far as like what they had on offer. So it was kind of strange because like Portland is kind of a, it's, it's predominantly a place to buy old games, right? Like most yes. of the booths are, you know, and maybe that's a kind of, kind of an, an illusion of concentration. Cause like, oh, if somebody's selling something, they're going to be over here in this row and all the artists are going to be over here. This, this floor actually took that ratio and flipped it. And so mm. this was actually, it, it felt like it was mostly people um, peddling their art actually um or you know t-shirts or doodads or whatnot there were plenty of you know game sales 
people <laughs> but like there was some really cool stuff like i got a bunch of cards and uh, i'm you know browsing around on etsy uh looking at these people's things like looking at what i can get shipped and trying to decide what a budget is or <laughs> gary what is budget helping my family is starving <laughs> um <laughs> but um but it was really fun to like take laps and look around um specifically because like i'm not really in the in the market for a lot of crazy stuff like i ended up looking for old horror games because uh, that's what i do there was a copy of uh enemy zero for saturn um mm. but it was 90 bucks and i didn't want to pay that um yeah, but uh the, go, <laughs> go ahead we're beyond the age of like uh this kind of event would would have been so incredible pre-ebay yeah. before there was a, a marked and kind of known value for everything because mm-hmm. it's pretty hard to find deals uh at these things right you know like the the it's this weird illusion where like the seller knows they could sell everything on ebay but they'd rather not because of the overhead and shipping and stuff and you know you could buy everything on ebay but you'd rather not because of the the shipping and kind of the pain in the ass and the fact mm. that it'll take some time so like the the specific like the specific dollar value of <laughs> uh instant gratification is what is the discount you're getting right on these um, known values, which ends up being like five bucks sometimes. Like it's, yep. It doesn't end up being a big deal. So like, which, which was kind of cool about the proportions of this place, because the art thing, like the art and the Etsy stuff is the stuff you can't see elsewhere. Right. Um, and, and this is, was not a good convention for this really, but the weird old like peripherals, weird old Japanese PCs, things mm, like that. Right. Um, Portland is better for that, but they had a little bit of that here. And that's the other thing I like to look at is like mm. stuff you're not even, you, you can't find on eBay cause you don't know where to look. Right. Um, I'm, I never am really that interested in just buying an old game because I can, I can just get that, Right. you know, or emulate it if I want to play it, like <laughs> usually pretty easy, but there was, there was a good amount of like good Etsy stuff, um, and just weird Weird old peripherals and shit mm. like that. Yeah. Um, did you end up getting anything? Um, I got two things. Uh, I got uh, four game books that I didn't know about. I kind of half-heartedly collect game books, uh, as people who listen know. <laughs> um, so I got two of them that are R.L. Stein uh, pick-a-plot mm. books, which I did not realize that R.L. Stein did some kind of pre-goosebumps, mm-hmm. choose your own adventure stuff. And then two of them, uh, whose name is escaping me, but their gimmick was they were in known worlds. So what, they're in like different like, sci-fi authors' universes. Yeah, like Piers Anthony. Yeah, one's a Piers those. Anthony book. So it's probably <laughs> uh, so foul. It's like it's like the, the the panties of Vaginalon Seven. Like, <laughs> some kind of like it's it's going to be real gross. But the um, I just never never seen them before, and they were you know three bucks each, so it was mm. worth picking them up. Um, and then I got uh, Lobos Jr., who is in three video game music cover bands. <laughs> yep, and all of them were there. I, all of them were there, and all of them were, like, really pretty excellent. Oh, yeah. Uh, I picked up uh, his CD of his band, The Returners, um, which was the finale. They were the closing act yeah. of the, the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's his his biggest um, his biggest band that he has mm-hmm. uh, there. And the... Uh, I don't know if they were my, I I really liked Gimmick, which is the band that played before as well, but they didn't have a CD. Mm -hmm. Um, And I could have got this online and stuff, but I wanted to uh, to support my buddy. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I picked up a CD. Yeah. And we got to meet Lobos too, and that was nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, it was awesome. Like we had to kind of hunt each other down. I was really worried it wasn't going to happen. Right. um, Because it just, it was silly that we were in the same room and I didn't get a chance to say hi. Unfortunately, um, it happened on day two because I, and I was like, had the worst hangover of my life <laughs> we'll get there uh, yeah we'll, we'll get there so i wasn't uh as as bright and bountiful as i could be but the other <laughs> thing that happened on day one is i got to meet war inspector as well yes you did uh, which is that that's meaningful to me it's <laughs> that, that fun to watch like one of my my like top you know 
one of my top games of all time. And uh, the transcript of it, like whenever I uh, I meet somebody who I'm actually kind of cowed by, like uh, I don't I don't stop talking in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I came up and I'm like, he was getting he had like a half hour duels panel. He was sitting at his laptop in front of uh, the thing, and, and I like you approached him, him like, from the side. I pushed him from the side so he wouldn't know I was coming. Um, and then I, I was like, Mr. Spector, you know, I'm sorry to bother you. I'm really big fan of your work. You know, Deus Ex is one of my, my favorite games of all time. Blah, blah. And he said, uh, oh, great. I, you know, I hope to someday make a game that makes you forget about Deus Ex. <laughs> and I said, yeah, good luck, fucker. Uh, no, <laughs> please, please, Warren, understand your place in this transaction. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, have you ever seen the Royal Tenenbaum? Do you understand how genius peaks early? Um, I didn't, uh, didn't say that. Okay. So I, I didn't say that. I just, you know, and, and I was like, oh, you know, and then I, I said, oh, do you ever get like sick of people, you know, just always saying one thing, which like is an okay question. Uh, also, maybe cuts to the heart of an insecurity. <laughs> you know, so maybe not the most sensitive <laughs> well, you, thing I could have you, asked. You, you, like, just, you just asked him, hey, what should I not ask you? <laughs> exactly. After like, having asked. It's like asking permission to kiss a girl. <laughs> 100% after kissing her. Like yeah. just being like. Can, you know, it was it was so silly. And he's like, no, no, I love that people love it. You, you, you um, walked up and said, boy, this is awkward, huh? <laughs> it, it is. Yeah, it was dumb. It was it was real bad. And then I was like trying to I told this thing. There's an anecdote I like. And now that I'm not like starstruck, it will make more sense. But the, um, the second time I saw the Flaming Lips, um, they had this thing where they were talking about uh, it was like right when the soft bulletin had just come out and they didn't have any hits on that album yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were going to play uh, She Don't Use Jelly and uh, Wayne Coyne was like a lot of bands when they have one big hit they act like they resent it and they're like you know it sucks that people just want to hear this one song but we think it's awesome that people love that song and we want to make it seem like the biggest party in the world when we play it so they like handed out bags of confetti had this huge light show like it was just in the middle of their set but they yeah. had this huge presentation just for that song because they knew everybody loved it uh so i tried to tell warren specter that uh but didn't make any fucking sense i was like yeah there's this band like, <laughs> like a kid talking to like his dad about like you know his new favorite like they're called the flame lips and this one time i saw him and they uh they were gonna play the song and they were saying you know it was it was unreasonable it was so stupid and then i was just like okay thanks and laughed and, and kind yeah. of felt like a real goober. <laughs> I want you to understand. I'm laughing because because I have the same I have the same interaction in me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it is uh it's it's no it's no good. It's not my favorite thing about myself that uh that I can't because I I've gotten better about it, but like every once in a while somebody I just can't handle <laughs> can't handle meeting. So it was still cool thing to like scratch off my list. I didn't get a picture, I didn't do a uh you know, get anything autographed. However, uh Trey um, who is another person who listens uh, to the show, who we know from from Slack and stuff, did get mm-hmm. us a little autographed program. Yeah, so I have one, and I also need to send yours to you because I put it in my bag and forgot to give it to you. It's all right. I yeah. understand. But yeah, Trey, like that, that was that was super nice that he uh, that he took that bullet for you because of you yeah. walked back up there. Well, and, and it was like I was I was I had to be at the booth like I was working because he mm-hmm. did like a meet and greet thing that would have been a more appropriate time to do all of that. Right. Uh, rather than when he was preparing for his panel. Right. Uh, you know, like just really bad timing. But, uh, you know, I didn't there was a line. I didn't want to wait in line. So, yeah, uh, not because I didn't want to, but because I was I was working. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> Yeah, um, I ended up getting um, a copy of Haunted House 
for the uh, for the Atari uh, 2600, which, uh, you know, that's bizarre. I don't have an Atari 2600, but I saw it in a box and like it had the original uh, it was it was like full complete inbox, had the manual, had the original price tag on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, yeah, I'd, I'll put that on a shelf. That's fine. I'm only out ten dollars. Um, and then also got both of us Team Instinct pins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because we represent. <laughs> I saw the proportions. Uh, somebody published like the percentages. And stuff, and everybody likes to say like, "Oh, Team Instinct is is nothing," but it's like four percent less than Team Mystic or right. Team Valor. Rather, it's like right. everybody is is Valor or is Mystic because it's the most popular color in America is blue, mm-hmm. and then like a distant second is Valor, and then slightly <laughs> below that is Instinct. Yep. So, is, so Valor, we're coming for up. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Valor, we're coming from you, and eventually, uh, you know. And but this all doesn't matter because I have uh, not caught Pokemon in a long time because no. I'm sick of killing pidgeys so. <laughs> sick of having pidgeys rendered into candy yeah 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 <laughs> melting them down for marrow marrow pops um marrow pops or a marrow whack yeah um <laughs> but um but yeah like the, that that was the kind of the big stuff at the uh at the, at the show i think both of us took uh took a little bit of took a little bit of time to uh to take some laps i went out and got some really delicious tacos with ben mm-hmm. um uh for, for for lunch that time and uh, the con pizza was actually pretty good. It was good. It was expensive, but huge. It yeah. was like a quarter of a pizza. Yeah. So it was, it was not too bad. Yeah. Uh, that night we had our meetup. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The Kung Fu Saloon. Yep. Another. So all of our meetups, uh, with the exception of the Sunday one, took place outside, which is yes. just ill-advised. I don't know why they have outside. <laughs> why does if, outside if they don't want to, If they don't want to build a tunnel mm-hmm. or tubes, build tunnels. Yeah. You know, uh, I would accept that. Um, so that was really great. That was a really, really fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like lots of uh, drinking and carousing mm-hmm. and uh, drinking and <laughs> drinking. Hanging out, meeting people and then drinking. Yep. And uh, playing giant uh, Connect Four, getting my ass handed to me by Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, ben, yeah. ben checkmated me. And instead of giving him the satisfaction of beating me, I just like r- I, I jumped right for the lever to drop yeah. him. I was like, <laughs> like. Yep, so the, the the cyanide capsule in your tube. <laughs> yep. Um, it's like, the, all you're going to do is count coup, man. I'm not going to let you do the actual. <laughs> yeah, not you you're not going to finish me up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but like, we had a, it felt like a really good turnout for that. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was a good turnout. Um, everybody was really nice. People were getting along and talking to each other. Um, like, the worst thing, I don't, I never want to be, like, in the center of a bunch of people. No. You know, like, so we, people were talking to each other, which is the, the important part. <laughs> which is the magical thing about our community. Yes. I think. Um, yeah, it was. Um, so it was it was very sweet and very fun um, and drank too much. Yes. Uh, I, I drank a lot. Um, and there was a couple like I, I, I remember a lot of it, but there were just specific uh, like specific things jump out. Um, <laughs> like I was kind of wandering around just kind of you know talking to people and came up on uh, Dr. Static as he was explaining how bad Ready Player One was. <laughs> And it was oh, awesome no. because I was like, I was like 75% is where I was going to get. And it was just like the universe was giving me a hug. And I just got to be like, oh, man. Like, and I gave him a big hug. And like, it's the best thing to be saying when I walk up to you. So, um, that was pretty, that was pretty great. Yeah. 
<laughs> I spent most of my time hanging hanging around the periphery and just talking to a handful of people. I I, th- I think that the, the the embarrassing moment. And so so Ross came up and I f- I forgot his name because I'm terrible at rem- remembering people's names. Um, and I accidentally called him Kyle. And I hmm. like awkwardly tried to uh, like you know explain why that happened because my dad's name is Kyle and my last name is Ross. So I think I drunkenly said, "Oh, you remind me of my dad." As a oh, joke, that's, that's pretty weird. <laughs> yep, as a joke, mind you. And I don't know if I sold it. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that's what which, happens when you try to explain something that needs literally no explanation right like the, the much more simple explanation why you'd forget that name is because you met like a bunch of people that weekend so right uh, <laughs> yeah but um I, I you know i didn't keep track i didn't count right like and that's a that's a problem like whenever you lose count at an event like that it's yeah. a it's it's a big deal. Um, Jala, uh, God bless her heart, she showed up um, pretty late because like she was like rushing in from a uh, from a, a huge, family reunion, like a family like reunion. A family she like yeah. had like a, a terribly delayed flight and like flew into Houston and then just sprinted all the way across the state um, hmm. <laughs> in order to get there. She showed up when we were when we were very much in our cups, and uh, she very graciously um, drove us home after yeah. after we spent some time hanging out. Uh, so having drank uh, too much, I knew I drank too much. Like it was yeah. really early on. Um, got sick that night, and like <laughs> that's a real. Uh, you know, sometimes that's fine, and I'm I'm good. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll puke and I'll wake up. And I'm fine. Not this case. No. Uh, you know, I was very sick. I was very worried about you. Yeah. <laughs> like yep. you know, just like I had the I had the anxiety in my head. Like, oh my gosh, is he going to be able to do the show? Do I have to call a ringer up? Do I get like Jala and Ben up and we do our we do our stuff? <laughs> Myself, yeah. like, but like that, like, there was that, but there was also like, do I need to take Ben to a hospital? Not Ben. Do I need to take Gary to a hospital? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I, I just, I was doing a lot of. Um, so I woke up and it was just like a lot of uh, dry heaving, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because I, I got a was you know kind of to my stomach was nothing. I, I don't remember doing it, but when I got home, I slammed two cereal bars. <laughs> With the idea that, like, oh, this will soak up, this will be good. Yeah, that's like, too late. Like, yeah, this this will soak up the alcohol, which is already kind of like, I don't know if that's I'm, how alcohol works, like you're soaking it up. The horses are it's, long gone, but I'm going to close yeah. this barn door just in case. Yeah, so I just, lots of dry heaving. And you can tell, like, when you're having a bad time, when you uh, you just say okay, like, all the time, and to nobody in particular. <laughs> yep. It's like, okay. <laughs> yep. okay. like just like recentering okay. yourself like bracing yeah. yourself against the just wall constantly saying it so i got we got to the thing like it opened at 10 and we got there like at 10 like i was mm-hmm. like vomiting and vomiting and i was having all these like <laughs> discussions with myself like i will make a less of a mess if i just puke in the shower than i will if i try to run to the toilet while <laughs> taking a shower i <laughs> yeah. uh, got to the thing and you dropped me off at the door while you parked so i could set up I went there, like pressed one button on the the TV and switched it to a different mode. Uh, could not figure out how to fix it <laughs> in my state, and then it was just like, oh, like you're going to be sick again. So I just kind of like cast my eyes out, saw you, went and found, uh, went to the regular bathroom first. And something about cons, if people have not been to these kind of things, and I don't know how it is. Uh, I mean, I guess it's just a numbers game, but there is always someone loudly shitting. Yep. <laughs> Like at the top of their lungs, they're shitting at the top of their lungs. It might just be at Austin Games Fest. Like you have the same way that the speak panels are in the same room as a loud band. My <laughs> urine happens in the same room as just like Thunderbutt 2000. <laughs> like, it's, it's incredible. So I thought I was like, okay, like an actor, I'm going to use this, you know, because all I wanted, to, all I want to do is puke. Like 
Mm-hmm. It's literally like I have the sensation. I just have to get rid of it, you know, and I know there's nothing in my stomach, but it doesn't matter. Like if I gag a few times, I'll be okay for another 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, but it was too much. Yeah, you got puke I, shy. <laughs> yeah, I, got, I couldn't. It wasn't even that. Like, I don't care. You know, I could have puked in front of these guys, but I just couldn't. Like, it was too gross. Yeah. Uh, so I left and went and found, like, another, like, in a disused conference hall. <laughs> Did all my puking. And I was like, okay, I'll be there because the, our show was half hour after it opened. Yeah, it was, a, it was at 1030. Uh, soundtrack was at 1015. And I was up there talking to both microphones and trying to, like, I was like a Garth after Wayne leaves. I was yeah. talking to the crowd. They were saying, they're like, where's Gary? I'm like, oh, boy, there's a there's a bunch of you. <laughs> yeah, it was I, very, very rough. Uh, so got there um, in time. And I had, like, a moment. Like, my body uh, was not trucking anything in it so i couldn't have any water pepto-bismol counts as food is what you said to the crowd yeah 100 percent. like anything that went down was not gonna stay Mm -hmm. no matter what and i had made i bought these travel-sized uh toiletries and everything smelled like food it was so (laughs) fucking gross i had this fructis and it it felt like uh you know a tropical salad like like a can (laughs) of fruit salad and heavy syrup is what it smelled like and i had this like shea butter body wash that smelled just like french toast (laughs) so it's like i rinsed myself in continental breakfast in my gaggiest day of my life (laughs) Uh, and you know just uh like i'm realizing now this sounds very unprofessional (laughs) oh yeah to to get you responsibly drunk before a show but like that that meetup was also part of our job that week (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it it means it didn't actually affect the like I was able. To no, do no, the you show. were you were a champ, like you were a soldier. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't I I feel like I don't know. And you you'll know who are listening to this. Like a week from now, when you listen to the show, if I sound off, that's why. <laughs> I don't know how much of it came through. Yeah. Or last uh, week, but, if you sounded weird, I think we even addressed it in the show. Um, yeah. You, you did that in the audience warm up, but like. You know, it's a it's it's totally a thing. Like, and I wasn't at the top of my game either, but like, it was nowhere near what you were. Like, I was I, I slept with like one leg on the floor so I could keep the bed from spinning. But like, I yeah. you know, like yeah. I just achieved a whole bunch of water um, and took some ibuprofen. And woke up in the middle of the night, did the same thing, and I was like mostly okay. I was just worried about you. The the stomach thing is so so rough because it's like I already am feeling bad because I. Uh, I'm hungover, but then I also cannot have food, water, or caffeine. Right. So, like, at some point, so at, we did the show, came out and said, you know, hi to people uh, who were there, and then immediately went back to my office uh, <laughs> to go vomit, and then lay down on the floor uh, <laughs> next to the the bathtub and be or bathroom, mm-hmm. and just be like, and at some point in there, I felt the transition from, like, hangover to hungry. Yep. Like, my stomach, which has just been rebelling against mm-hmm. me. Uh, because it's uh doesn't want anything in it all of a sudden is like okay you know i was too harsh like give me something <laughs> so i ate one of those dreaded cereal bars <laughs> the tree down and it was pretty okay from mm-hmm. like I, I i was surprised by the degree of a recovery i made like i was still like underslept under caffeinated you know probably dehydrated but like mm-hmm. i got i fixed myself at that point so yeah. it was probably i've probably felt 100 percent close to like 12 30 or one yeah yeah like it was it was like a like a switch flipped yeah and i'm just like i'm fine yeah like it just took a little i got some food i got some caffeine in me whatever you know it passed <laughs> and i was okay but it was so rough yeah like that was a it was a rough morning it's been a very long time since i've been that hungover yeah uh, and it's just like i'm a i'm an old man like i i had all these <laughs> moments of like gripping the sink and looking at my eyes and i'm like i look fucking like 60 <laughs> 
like I look like like that sixty year old takes kind of okay care of himself. Like I, don't, <laughs> I do not look like somebody who's who's in his mid thirties. Like I right. I just felt so old. <laughs> like <laughs> like. Like, arguably, like, the mid-30s is, like, the prime of life. You've settled into the person that you're ultimately going to be. You know, 100%. You've... I should still be playing with my kids. <laughs> uh, instead, like, I'm farting off doing this stuff and drinking until I feel like I'm going to die. It, and I don't, I don't, I barely ever drink, which is part of the problem, too, is I, yeah. I very rarely drink. And, um, I, I, you know, I'm probably like that king who uh, who takes, a, like, a little bit of arsenic every day. Mm. Like, <laughs> I, I drink a lot. And so it was like, ah, oh, whatever. This is, you know, it sucks. That's more than usual. That is a special occasion. But I'm fine <laughs> yeah it just it, it is uh so i need to build up a, some kind of tolerance before portland yeah uh and there, it's uh, it sucks too because the way that these things work out uh they they we tend to be put on sunday because we're not like often top billing right so like there's not really a way to do the meetup after the show no That's no not, even though i did have a moment when i was flying on monday i was like man if if we did do the meetup after the show and i got this drunk and had to fly Oh Jesus! Set, like oh, the, like doing the show on that mm-hmm. stomach was way better than flying on the stomach would have been. <laughs> uh, yeah, like the, like the show is great because you have people there who are happy to see you, you yeah. know, as opposed to being stacked like cordwood in a fart tube. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's it's just the motion part of it. Yeah, it's like if if I had had to like if I had like a red eye or not even a red eye if I had like a a, a ten a.m. flight mm-hmm. that morning I would have spent I would have used a barf bag. It would have been like a, on, you know, a, a 70s like, so, thriller. Sir, we're still on the ground. We're taxiing. <laughs> What's going <laughs> on? I, I just need to like dry, you know, I just need to like pretend to vomit into this thing. <laughs> yeah. I just need to make gross noises while holding a bag in front of my throat. <laughs> um, hey, Gary, so, can we stop talking about you vomiting? <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you ask? Um, <laughs> so, yeah. But like. The show is fantastic. Like you know, just it, it went great. I want to make sure that this, this goes acknowledged. Oh, yeah, um, it's very positive. Like it was very fun. I just, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I just made I made a bad decision. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it was it was a cumulative thing. You yeah. know, it's a yeah. It's not one bad decision. It's several <laughs> decisions. Yes. I think I remember you. Like somebody bought us a shot, and you're like, okay, this is it. And I was like, yeah. with another beer in your hand. So I was yeah. like, fuck it, I'm gonna go get some Lone Star, which I ordered it as an Alamo. Which Gary, that's the beer from King of the Hill. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't exist. Um. <laughs> but um, there, there are some people I want to thank for the for the morning of the show. Uh, so Paul actually uh, printed out our notes for us. Oh, yeah. um, I, I, I I banked on this convention center being like every other uh, in that I uh, thought that it would have a uh, um, an overpriced like business center where I'd pay 15 mm-hmm. bucks to print out six pages. Um, mm-hmm. Not the case. So Paul printed out and brought us a very nice folder with that. And then also <laughs> when the show began, um, uh, Jala and Autumn, uh, they uh, <laughs> they were wearing fake beards um as uh, as part of like an in joke about our about our beards and the beards of our uh, our constituency and then they held up this gigantic banner that they printed out that said our other beard is on roars and a picture of your cat it was it so was, great it was very cute and i feel bad that like i would have reacted more it was still very cute but i was so close to dying that like <laughs> i i just didn't and and they were telling me afterwards they were like oh we were thinking about like trying to put the beard on you or something but and i was like oh no 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 <laughs> like that's very close to to a gag reflex kind of thing yeah like it just and and also and not to be crass, but it's like I've vomited since I brushed my teeth <laughs> or right. I didn't vomit. I dry heaved since I brushed my teeth. It's right. probably fine. But I just, you know, uh, I don't need anybody near my face. Yeah. The, 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 the fewer stomach. things near your mouth, the better. And 100%. Yeah. Like I couldn't drink water. I couldn't yeah. drink seltzer water. Right. Um. But yeah, it was very, very awesome of them. They're great. Like it yeah. was really, really great meeting them. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm really glad that after, so the second show during the day, it was slowed down. It always slows down. Mm -hmm. Um, We did our drawing at the end and we went and had kind of like a dinner with uh, some of the people we had met, Mm -hmm. uh, which was really nice. Like one, um, we went to a vegetarian place because uh, Jala is vegetarian, Mm -hmm. um, but also because like we just meated it up, (laughs) you know, like all weekend. So it was good to get some vegetables. That was was one of the most delicious salads I've ever ever eaten. Yeah, it was very like, oh, this is this is my body needs this, (laughs) you know. Um, and that was just very nice, like just kind of a fun little dinner gathering. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say I'm really proud of how uh, how well you got along with Jeremy. Like there were only oh, a couple he... times where you threw lit matches at him while his back was turned. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I wanted to make sure he didn't see it. Um, <laughs> and uh, and and, you know, I, I felt like, you know, since Autumn was there, it seemed improper to, you know, uh, <laughs> break his finger <laughs> on, the, uh, on the corner of the, the table. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was a. Uh, it, it's hard even to keep up a joke about not liking Jeremy after meeting Jeremy. I know, right? <laughs> it is just like, oh, not not my buddy. Yeah. Um. It was. It was. It was really, really fun. Yeah. Uh, to meet them. Yeah. Um. But yeah, then we just read in the Airbnb and then took yeah, off we went the a night in. Yeah, like a quiet, <laughs> quiet night in, and then just like you know took off the next day. So a big thanks to Jala for driving me to the FedEx store so I could ship our materials back. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool. And yeah, and we, I would like to do, uh, more of these. Yeah. Um, it was very fun. It's expensive, you know, so th- this whole thing is not a preamble for like, give us money, but it is expensive. <laughs> so we, we can only do it because of Patreon. Like right. I couldn't justify, you know, $600 out of my own pocket to do this. Right. Um, but it was, it was very fun to do. Um, I would like to do a few of these a year in different yeah. Like geographically diverse places. There's a there, there's a future where we're possibly doing one of these a quarter, and that yeah. I, that that I think might be the ceiling. But that's also enough for us to like. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a great experience for us. Like it's a it's a it's a weekend of work, right? But yeah. like it is the work that I kind of feel like I was born to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it, that's the ceiling, and then also like the sweet spot. Yeah, because this is the beginning of the. There's like the springtime post fall depression thing. Mm-hmm. That we have because you know in the the fall we do uh last year we did the portland expo and then we did cincinnati and then we do uh duck stream mm-hmm. and that's like a lot of preparation a lot of fun yeah that all happens together and then there's like six months of nothing <laughs> which is kind of nice but having that stuff kind of spread out a little bit more would be awesome yeah like having one or two big things to look forward to a quarter would be really fun yeah um and this was like I mean, there's a lot of preparation for this, but it also is not unmanageable. No, and no. it's like it's it's becoming pretty pretty easy. Yeah, like the like, the like you know after we you know because <laughs> you're right, it, it does become easy. I don't know if it's because we're experienced at it, but like travel is kind of no big deal. I can get through an airport. I can you know take some Xanax and go on a plane. Like that's mm-hmm. that's fine. Um, but like even just getting the booth set up and like going about it, like you know eventually it's kind of like you're water skiing. You break a plane, you know. And like yeah. it, it becomes like kind of not a deal. I don't know if it's it's because we're getting more practiced at it, or it was never hard to begin with, and we had just built it up. Well, yeah, it seems hard. Like <laughs> we're we're talking about this like it's not taping something to something else. Like it is <laughs> it is really really elementary, but it doesn't feel intimidating anymore, right. which is also important. Yeah, um, it's a, know, like it's effectively the same result. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it it is. Uh, if for all intents and purposes, it is easier for us rather than saying it's objectively easier. Right. You know, it is just, uh, it's all, it's all in our minds, but mm-hmm. I'd love to do more of these, you know, if, so if you're in a different part of the country and you're like, Oh, that sounds fun. Um, well, I wish I could have made that. Like we mm-hmm. wish you could have too. And hopefully we can be in another, uh, area, mm-hmm. um, in this next, uh, you know, 12 months. Yeah. 
um, to to say hi to you and and do this kind of thing again. Like it is, it's it's really fun. It is good to uh, I think it's good also uh, for us, not just like in, a, in an ego boost way, but also no, uh, yeah, uh, for sure. Like it, it's good for us because like it gets people to hear about the show. Like even you know we've done Portland now for like four years or what have you. We're kind of um, we're kind of saturating that a little bit. You know, well, it's not even that. I was going to say that like we run into people there who are like, oh, I saw you guys. Like I listened to the show because I saw you guys mm-hmm. here two years ago. Yeah, you know, so it is good for us to get the word out. Like it's it's kind of a, like really targeted advertising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's a marketing thing. We have to explain that when people ask if we're charging for our buttons. Yeah, it's like no, we just want you to wear them. <laughs> yep. You know, uh, like, and that's that's the only thing. And like, it works though. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it's good for the show to do it. So it's not just like an ego thing. And it's not just an altruistic thing where no. we do it because we want to. Uh, you know, give give everybody a chance to like hang out if they want mm-hmm. to. Um, it's also uh, just kind of smart, yeah, to, to do it. I think, yeah. So you know, and uh, you know, it, it does make this feel real. You know, to to take yeah. it out into the real world and uh, get to meet people, and uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a great experience. One of the one of the nice things that kind of uh, that's kind of sprung out of that, um, there were so many people who kind of live in the Austin area that they're going to like start meeting up. They talked about who knows if that will yeah. you know. Uh, if that'll happen uh but that is a cool idea and so we started a new channel on the slack that is like hey if you're a duck feed person in a particular area you know organize meetups and stuff like that because like i don't know if it's our presence i don't think it is but like everybody tends to have a really good time with each other (laughs) yeah i don't know if it's i don't think it's our presence i think it's just kind of like a common interest thing and just uh you know having that kind of it's it's that's how adults meet each other. Like yep. when, when you're a kid, you meet people because you're all in school. Yep. So you all have that in common and that's your common ground. And as an adult, you don't have common ground. Uh, <laughs> it is very difficult to make friends yep. uh, as an adult. So it is nice to just even just have like one thing where you can be like, oh, hey, you know, this separates you from the other. <laughs> you know, like it's not just me saying hi to a stranger, you know, and then you can just do all the regular get to know you stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you won't be friends. Maybe you will. But you don't have to like it's an icebreaker, yeah. I guess, is is all it is which is like not to be not to underplay it but also not to overplay it like it's an icebreaker these people could get along without us Mm -hmm. you know easily it's just like if we can serve as an icebreaker that's good yeah you know um so yeah so if you uh if you listen to this and that sounds fun to you as well um or i'm about out of things to say about austin Um, Um, me too (laughs) so if you uh you know we uh the reason why we can do that is because of patreon you go to patreon.com also if you if you're a patron and you feel like You've been throwing money away at nothing. Like this should be evidence that you're not right. You know, even if you didn't get a chance to go, um, it's having, you know, it's, it's really good for the network. Like it is a really concrete, uh, powerful way of showing support. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's affecting serious change. So if you, if you do give us a couple bucks a month, um, you know, and your goal in doing that is support, uh, feel good about this because Mm -hmm. this is evidence of your works. Yeah. You know, something we uh just really would not be able to do yeah and like it it, it, it kind of sucks the way we schedule this like the when, when you're listening to this it's like one day before the show opens up for portland so yeah. you know we're gonna you know we will have talked about this um you know in previous um kind of stuff but like that is that is kind of our uh flagship show where we're where, mm-hmm. we're, where we're always at like you know we don't know if we're going to classic game fest um later on however yeah um, you know, we're, we're going to be hitting these other things, but like, if you want a sure bet, like Portland in October, it is always a really good time. And, mm-hmm. uh, it is a, it is a place where you can count on meeting a lot of really great people. Absolutely. 
Yeah. So um, yeah, that's uh, it's patreon.com forward slash duckfeed TV. If you're listening to this and you, it sounds like, oh, like that does sound, I was skeptical, but that does sound like a good, good investment for me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as little as $2 a month gets you into that Slack channel where you can do those meetups um, and kind of check in with other people. And as well as just kind of like chat with really nice people. Yeah. About uh, games and shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's about all I've got. Me too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, sorry for all the vomit talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, if that's, you know. I don't know. It happened. It's reality, man. Just, <laughs> gotta deal with it. It's like the Joker. It's just twisted and real, bro. Um, <laughs> you hold the warped mirror up to that alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. I hold a warped mirror up to The other thing about, I don't know if there's any truth to that. I feel like if there's alcohol is alcohol, but um, I don't think I had the same drink twice. All no, night, which, no. I you know, saw I was, you with increasingly elaborate glassware. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was just really into kind of experimenting, uh, which was not, and it wasn't like, oh yeah, I drink nothing but gin fizzes. Like so much dry egg white in my stomach. Help me. Um, it wasn't, you know, I didn't drink anything that was, sounded like a recipe for, for that, but I, uh, I did, uh, I did drink a lot of different things. Yeah. I eventually settled into Lone Star, not Alamo, Lone Star as yeah. then I went on. But like, I had like a, you know. Uh, bourbon and ginger which is my favorite drink you know yeah. stuff like that yeah <laughs> cool well thank you everybody um who uh who showed up and everybody who is considering going to one later and especially people who uh give to our patreon um i don't know if there are going to be uh responses after this mm -hmm. but um if there are uh thanks to those who wrote in yeah um yeah so we are timey-wimey right now yeah so we, we don't know how this will work but this might be the, the end of the episode regardless of which um definitely good night and uh, watch out for uh, Mike Tyson. <laughs> like, like.